And now, an Elevate Life Radio exclusive. Brian T. PSL here, and we have a very special guest today, somebody that I would consider a revivalist for this generation. If you're up on what he's doing, he travels all over the country. I mean, his ministry schedule, I'm telling you, you have to be anointed to be able to do it. And the people that he is reaching in our inner cities are many times the people that are forgotten by the church. And it's been amazing to see his journey. He goes by the name of Brian T with Kingdom Music Ministries. And Brian, how you doing today, man? Man, Pastor, I'm super excited to be here with you thank you for having us and uh man just happy to be saved and just winning souls well hey we're blessed to have you here you came we did a concert the other night here in the sanctuary with some gentlemen from sacramento that put that together we were just happy to come and say hey come and use the building but uh that was tight you just let it man yeah we we just partnered with these brothers you know they're they're reaching people in the streets and we're all about reaching people wherever they're at which is why i wanted to get some time with you on the mic today man because you're doing something that is very different even though i mean if you know brian t's music it slaps it is cutting edge with what's on the streets but that's not what you're really about talk a little bit about the vision of of kingdom uh, music well my brother started kingdom music for those that know it i used to do rap music before uh being saved and i was good at it i was always good at uh, describing my pain yeah and i can i could bring somebody to my world and be like and people would be like man i I could relate to pain everyone relates to pain but i didn't have no healing on it Hmm. you know what i mean and when my brother got murdered man I didn't want to do no music no more because I didn't have the person I was doing music with so I was like I don't want it mm. so really the music was an idol at one wow. time it was a, wow. it was therapeutic for me like marijuana and drugs I always thought that I'd be some rich rapper rich gangster rapper because I was everything I rapped about uh, I was doing but uh, God had different plans man and um, when I finally gave up the music and said, told God I don't want music the Holy Spirit started writing songs on my heart anointed songs and he's been writing them ever since and uh, literally it's, it, it, it's it, I have pain on it but I have healing on it Wow. and you and I so when people relate to it they just don't the song don't go off and it's like I gotta hear it again because I'm, I'm hurt mm. now it's like there's healing there's Jesus right. and, that, and that's the medication for it and, and you could tell because like you said a lot of music is just conveying pain yep. but there is a redemptive quality in your music man and and then in, in, in what you walk in you know Brian came to Sacramento packed the place out people came from all over South Sac and the, and the surrounding regions we had people contacting us from like Stockton and other places that came in just to hear you but what I was most impressed with is you treated that gathering not like a show come on you treated it like okay we're i'm here to give you all a message yeah and what i watched you kind of walk in was this prophetic mantle that just kind of came on you and you didn't mince words you didn't come and just you know do anything just pat people on the back i watched you really just preach from your heart some of the things that these people needed and one of the things you touched on that i want to bring up right now is you talked about the orphan spirit yeah and you talked about that understanding of like y'all need to start functioning as sons tell me a little bit about that man 
Yeah, uh, so that that was something even my brother brought up. He was like, you said something the other, the other night about it's not what I could do for you, Lord, it's who can I be for you? Hmm. And um, we believe that who you are, if you're a good son, you're going to do good works. Wow. And it's not going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to do good works to be a good son. It's like, no, if I'm a good son, then everything from my character is going to overflow with my service. And I believe so many people, man, that you can get caught up trying to earn God's love, hmm. even in church. Right. You, you try to store your righteousness. Like, okay, man, I did seven years of thugging, some blood on my hands, man, manipulated, uh, womanizer, man. And let me start treating people good for some years and maybe God will hear my prayers better or maybe I, mm. I'll, I'll be invited. He'll love me more, but he loves you wherever you at. He loves you. And, and when you know he loves you and you grasp that love, all you want to do is honor him. All yeah. you want to do is just please him, you know, and even if you make a mistake, you're like, man, I don't feel good. Let me go ahead and repent for that. God, I don't want to hurt you. So it's, it's the character, your identity, your purpose, like who you are in Christ. That, that's who you are. And what really impacted me about that is that's the message the streets needs. Yeah, because identity is big. Yeah, but yeah. it's like many times not the message they want because being a son is very challenging. You yeah, know? requirements. Yeah, there's requirements. There's submission, structure, rules, obedience. Talk like, about that, man. Yeah, uh, uh, it's even in the streets. Like if, if you if you put the identity of a gangster, you're gonna be a troublemaker, a paper chaser. Okay, let's say you in the gang life. Well, you have rules to follow. You can't wear that color they tell you not to wear. There's certain areas you can't go to. You got program time when you get to prison. Like, you're going to follow these rules of a gang because that's who you choose to be, your identity. So, and if you disobey those rules, you're going to get disciplined, right? It's the same thing. If you want to be a dope boy, you say, man, this is my identity. I don't want to gang bang, but I want to make money. You're going to learn the rules there. There's certain things you don't do. And, you know, it's certain things you can't do. You're going to catch these fed cases and be indicted. You will be disciplined, right? Right. It's the same thing in the body of Christ. Mm. You come and you say, you know, I don't want an evil life. I want a kingdom life. And God says, well, if you love me, then you obey my commands. And you're like, okay, well, show me your commands. It's like, well, you're not going to be a murderer. You're not going to be a liar. You're not going to mm. be a cheater. You're not going to be a person that holds unforgiveness or revenge towards people. You're going to have self-control. You're going to have mm. discipline. You're going to have to learn to have patience. You're going to have to learn to have gentleness. And a good son will say, okay, dad, show me these things because I don't know how, I don't know how to do them. And as he shows you these things, man, you, you begin to, to apply them to your life and show your heavenly father that I want to be a good son. That's why I'm not cheating. I want to be a good son. That's why I'm not lying. And that shows that you love him. So follow them rules, man. It's better to follow God's rules than the gang rules and the guard rules. Wow. See, you, know, you just gave everybody a million dollars worth of game right there <laughs> because that is the difference between being a real G. Yeah. And somebody that's just playing like a G, right? Yeah. They don't keep the rules of the street. They don't. But we got a lot of young people out there that like to pretend that they're G's, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it's kind of that same thing in the church. Yeah. We have a lot of people that really ain't about the kingdom life. Yeah. You know, they're not doing the things that, it, the requirements yeah. that Jesus said it took to be an example, man. You know, that's something that really impressed me because as you were ministering the other night, the, the place was packed and there were those things that you were talking about, about serving about being submitted tell me some ways that has affected your life man man so doing music man it, for me being honest man it, it's a, being a pastor and being a, a, a minister of music and and being around christian industry like there's a thin line mm. like you can get caught up in the hype you can get caught up in the lights you can get caught up in the followers you can get caught up in man i love your music and all that flattery can puff your head up and it could bring you so far away from god and even though it says christian hip-hop and christian music you'll find yourself comparing streams making it about money making it about a bag for me i just had to choose like what do you want god I, I know you didn't have me start rapping to get rich and even though you're blessing me with with increase of finances which is good like because i get to do more for the kingdom yeah. i don't want to get distracted or disqualified at the end of the race mm. and i don't want to sing a song for jesus and when the song goes off i'm really not being led by you yeah 
You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just looks like I am. So for me, uh, saying no, saying no to some of these things actually helped me. And it was it was some real uh, tough conversations with myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the enemy will always try to bring your counterfeit blessing. Yeah. So I said no to the industry side. I, I quit caring about being acknowledged by websites or by radio stations, by big name artists. And I just said, I just want to be used wherever you got me at and, and be faithful with what you've given me in front of me so to me it's not an event a concert it's, it's a how can I equip empower these people to have kingdom principles so that when they leave it could be victory because mm-hmm. so many like you said so many people they, they're not really following Christ they're faking the funk they're wearing, yeah. they're wearing COVID church masks all yeah. year long yeah. and they want to be set free Right. so you got you have to have a teacher you have to have moms, dads, tios, tias around them that are setting examples and standards where they can look and be like okay it could be done yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't have to fake the, I can literally walk in freedom let no sin have dominion over my life Life. Like there's power in Christ. I don't. I don't have to be struggling with, with hidden sin back door. Like it could be done. I could be set free. I could truly see God's. I think that comes with um just uh filling your heart with who He is, mm. remaining in His presence. Yeah. Not just reading the Bible, obeying the Bible. Yeah. And those things have helped me, man. Um, I get around so many leaders, and I'm really not impressed no more about Bible knowledge. I'm not impressed about even about some of the gifts they use. I'm impressed by character. Mm. You know, I'm around character, good character, man. It, it makes my heart smile when I when I see people that that love others and people that just want to be. A blessing you, you can just see when you see jesus in somebody man it, it just, it's a fresh breath of air yeah now you uh you you go to church in corpus christi what church you no 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 I'm, I'm born in corpus i'm in abilene texas oh, okay. uh, shout out to, to my leader pastor ray sandoval rise church uh i've been un, uh, underneath him he blesses me coming in going out it takes a certain type of leader uh, i thank god he put me under because some, a lot of people would have boxed me in hmm. i really feel like that because okay. the ministry is so big they might have used kingdom music for their gain too wow and he's never done that wow. it's never been about that and um anytime my leader asked me to to do something i'm on it because he uh he knows we're effective on the outside yeah yeah you, you talked about that a little bit about that at the show uh when you're really challenging people to find a church you know and find leadership in their life you know and that's a challenge sometimes for cats coming from the streets right because you know authority yeah they don't they don't authority's a bad thing in the streets you know well, you, so, well, you, we see authority misused so much sometimes we feel like we can't trust it mm, right and so yeah. when you have the good one in front of you you're like yeah yeah right yeah. and guys like so you you got definitely have to trust Trust in faith. It's a challenge. And even if you take advantage of me, like you're gonna have to answer to God. Right. So I think that's what it was in faith when I stepped out and got underneath Ray. I didn't know too much about him. I just me and my wife both felt it in our heart that hey, we need to go to Abilene. He brought us out there. We need to submit under him. Wow. And I didn't know what a covering was. And he, yeah. He was like, I want to cover you because he's seen something in the ministry that I didn't see. Like he's mm-hmm. seen today how big it was gonna be. I didn't see it then. Wow. I just I'm, so I'm just in faith. I'm like this man, and I'm saying God, if this is of you, then you're gonna have to let my wife know so we both can come in agreement. And man, my wife out of nowhere, like, hey, we got to go to Texas. And like, for what? I think we need to grow spiritually more. Wow. And so everything was already planned out. So that's really how that went about. Submitting. That, that's a beautiful but thing. Trusting, step by step, yeah. trusting. Yeah. yeah. That's a word for everybody out there. Maybe, you know, just like what Brian was talking about, we see so much disappointment in our authority figures from government, from, you know, our bosses at work to sadly the church yeah. and pastors and those that carry titles in the, in the body of Christ. And then we see them let us down. Not not being servants, not being, not carrying the love of Jesus Christ. And maybe you're out there and, and, and that kind of mentality has gripped you to where you say, I, I, I'm not going to trust anybody. In authority. Wow. I, th- I think that's a setup for the enemy. And I think it keeps people locked into their current situation. I love what you said that it took another man to come and pull something out of you because I think that's what God does. Yep. He puts things in us that it's going to take somebody else in the body to help us maybe see it or pull it out of us. And there are so many of you guys, maybe Maybe you're in a situation like that. You don't know how great you are, mm. but I want to encourage you. Find 
find good leadership and good churches and good pastors. Church is just like anything else, right? There's good restaurants, there's bad restaurants. There's good doctors, there's bad doctors. And unfortunately, there's good churches. And I hate to say it, but they're bad churches too. I believe there's no perfect church. Yeah, there is no perfect church. I believe there's no, you're you're not going to find a perfect pastor. You're going to find a human being who's following Christ. And you're going to have to just trust the Jesus inside of your leader. And, you know, I really believe when, when you submit under your leader and you bless their vision, God blesses your vision. It's biblical. I want to ask you about a song on your new project. If you don't have this project out there, it's called All Things Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, it's a slapper. It's got some great beats on there and you got some great people coming alongside. But there's a song on there that really got my attention and that was Church Without Walls. Come on, man. You really are going after some things there. Could you just tell me your heart behind that song there? So I, I had a talk with one of my mentors, one of our spiritual advisors, and he was explaining some things to him. When he hears that song, he was like, he was like, I know you didn't mean this. He says, but some people will use that song and say, see, I don't need this. I don't need Mm. that. I don't need the church. No, 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 no. This is for those. They keep their position in the church and they don't take it outside the walls. Mm. This song is saying, yes, you're a leader. You're a pastor. Yeah, you're on the worship team. You're doing all that in the walls. But it doesn't stop when church services stop. You need to take that same authority, that same wisdom, that same loving, and you got to come outside. So good. Because a lot of them ain't going to come to the building. Mm. You're going to have to bring the building to them. You're going to have to have an altar call at a place you're eating, an altar call when you visit a jail, an altar call in Walmart, an altar call in the mall. Like You never know in the airport. Like Man, I just had a crazy moment in the elevator with somebody. And it wasn't altar call like usually but it was an altar call because mm-hmm. God was touching this person as he was walking out the thing it was beautiful last night we did a shop talk at my boy's barbershop I saw that I saw that shout out Church Without No Walls what's barbershop thing Smiley's, Smiley's. yep Sacramento California Smiley's. and uh, <laughs> shout out to the whole team Kyle uh, Brian it was beautiful man we, we just had a little pulpit on, on his little stool you know and just love and talk kingdom principles about a good attitude mm. about everything from God to order to duty to hard circumstances and everyone just leaves empowered and equipped because you could feel you. and this is true that's not throwing no no shade of nobody but you can fill all the seats up in your big church but if you're not filling up the hearts what good is it now you said that in the song too and i, I didn't take it as you were bashing i took it as if challenging it was challenging yes i took it as if kind of like the old school prophets right they would come to town and they would challenge israel and they would challenge the temple leaders and different ones like this that's how i kind of took it man I, I i didn't feel like your heart was against church it was like hey guys let's get it together you know even when you was calling out in the song they want to see the leaders on the field yeah like yeah. bro if, if i see you preaching and, and you're talking this and that and i know you people get to different levels if i need to see you on the field it just hit different when you see your leader out there in the prison with you in the neighborhoods with you feeding the less fortunate like it lets them know look we're all the same that's good and that's t- good. to me and, and people will always follow your love before you, your leadership they can only follow if they love you like man this dude loves me i'm gonna follow him i'm gonna follow the jesus inside of him when they know that you don't love them they don't feel like you love them it's hard for them to even receive from you mm. that's what i learned you also talked about your pulpit being near the liquor store i love that bar right there we're just talking about some people have mega churches but my pulpit is in the liquor store and it's surrounded with the cloud something along cloud full of glory yeah 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 i love that and i love the challenge because i think we sometimes and you probably see this and i want you to speak into this because you travel so much you're around a lot of different churches i think maybe you're exposed a little bit to the overall temperature of some of the churches in the inner cities you know tell me what you think it's going to take to reach our inner cities well it's like this if you have to create a fire to keep people there you're gonna always have to create that same fire 
if you got to keep bringing Christian rappers and big, and there's nothing wrong with Christian entertainment or bring, but if this is the only way to keep people hype and excited, well, imagine when your church budget goes low and you can't bring hmm. the big artists. Imagine when you, your fog machines break and the hmm. lights ain't working and you have to go right back to that raw moment where you started and you can't depend on, on what you thought you could depend on. And there's nothing wrong with excellence, but I believe that when if you keep trying to promote the fire, that's not revival. Is, is that what you see? Like when they bring you in, is that what you see? Like- yep, because after I leave is, and when I come Come back it's, it's the same it's the same wow. fire we got to rekindle so i'm thinking wow. like man yeah it looks beautiful in here yes yeah, it's, yeah. it's the fourth revival i've been to this city like six times i'm like well, who's gonna kindle this mm. where's the maturity like who's gonna keep this fire burning like mm. why does it keep going down and, and if this is the case if that's all you got is it's something that portrays to look like it's a big explosion but inside the souls inside the hearts there's no bondage being broken there's no anointing in, in, in lives like then what are we doing you have to ask god like am i doing this wrong and if it is i, I believe the fire the revival fire promotes itself you don't have mm-hmm. to promote it. Right, right. Well, that, that's that's huge, man, because uh, you're giving us an inside view of what a lot of times some of our churches are looking for you to do something that they should be doing themselves. Yeah. And then having you come in and kind of accentuate it a little bit. So what I hear you saying, you correct me if I'm wrong, is that we're really not getting the most out of guys like you that come into town. You're just becoming more of the, the fire starter and churches aren't keeping that fire going. Yeah, so it has to be some type of maturity where someone's going to say, there is a fire here, let's kindle it, let's disciple, let's empower, not just deliverance and casting out devils, but let's disciple them to stay delivered so those devils come back in. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I love about Brian's heart is, you know, you said it right there, heart for discipleship. I think so many times we think it's going to be an event. Even people that pray for revival think revival is just going to come out of the sky. But Jesus really just gave us the template when he said, go and make disciples. Tell me a little bit about because I know that's a big part of your ministry you have a men's home tell us a little bit about that okay so so it's, it's beautiful kingdom music is connected with the rise church that's our country so they have rise men's home stuff it's beautiful because when I get to these events and even online these people are like yeah, I want to I want to leave my neighbor like I just need to get away we can always send them to pastor Ray in the men's home mm. and they have a place to go and I love that because it's consolidating man I feel like God knew I needed to be connected to something like that all of us because now we have like a handoff mm. boom y'all go over here get away from yeah. your surroundings boom focus on what God had. Now, does everybody come and stay? No. Yeah. Some of them, man, they get a little bit Jesus and they gone. Others, they get, make their commitment. They take it. They run with it. And they become great leaders and they're, they're walking their journey. It's not somebody having to baby them, but they're training themselves that when no one's around, they're like, hey, I'm getting in my word. Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I know what to do when, when no one's around. Like, so I think discipleship is essential and it's needed, especially, uh, that's why I love all men's homes and women's homes and stuff. Yeah. You know, Like I said, I said my nephew, Brandon, when, when he came and he called me and said, Uncle, I'm ready. Go to the men's home. You know, because I knew there was something he needed to learn about mm-hmm. submitting and honor so when I did disciple him hands on because I got so much going on I wouldn't have to start at the bottom Right. he was already learning and now he's doing music with you yeah, now he's doing music it's a beautiful yeah. thing now it's he's, a beautiful he's, thing. he's guys using this giving he's an awesome example of, of when someone's hungry and thirsty for change and righteousness they gotta fill him yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm just in, in hearing you and knowing you there's really two aspects to your to your ministry I know the main aspect yeah. is your heart for ministry and that I'm gonna get to that in a minute but tell me like you know, because your whole approach to Christian music is very different. Obviously, to me, this is just a tool. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Even when people say, man, they hear songs, they're like, man, that's a hit. I'll be like, a hit? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not, and when you say hit, you think about the bag. Right. It's, it's just feeding the sheep. Right. You look at it as I'm, I'm pouring out everything God pours into me to feed the sheep, and then God does the rest. Now, I also, I know a lot of rappers do this, like Jay-Z, like Lil Wayne, but I heard you say in an interview one time that you don't write your raps either. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about 
about that process because that sounds really that sounds like some Holy Ghost stuff. Right it is there. Holy Ghost because <laughs> I, I I used to have notebooks of my right my, my raps wrote yeah. and um like I said now I could just put on a beat walk around 15 minutes I'm just letting the Holy Spirit write it on my heart and think about it when you hear your favorite song do you go home and write it down to learn it? No. You hear it a couple of times and it's written on your heart. It's the same thing inside. I hear the Holy Spirit. I hear the words, and it's written on my heart, and I could just recite it because it's, it's in you. Yeah. So it's, and that's that's people don't understand that about rappers, man. There's a genius gene involved to it to be able to remember all them songs. How many projects you got now? Man, I got so many projects. Uh, wait, you're like almost 15? at 15. Okay. Yeah. And when you perform, you yeah, you, you don't bust out a piece of paper and oh yeah, this is how it goes. So my seasons, God give me a flash drive now, right? But in my seasons, whatever fresh is on my heart for that season, I'm usually ministering. Okay. Sometimes people be like, Hey, man, can you do my favorite song I'll be like hey, this ain't karaoke night bro <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't doing it like whatever God has me do something, the truth is yeah. I don't even like to rap okay but I, wow. I use it as a tool wow uh, get to a, a region and you don't know what type of principalities are there it might be deliverance it might be healing it might be forgiveness and God say sing a song of forgiveness mm-hmm. or sing a song about marriage or sing a song to encourage the kids like so I got everything in the tool belt from all these songs that God writes yeah and the Holy Spirit will give me the remembrance of words yeah yeah so th- it comes back at, like, even if I haven't done the song in years I just hear it a couple times and the Holy Spirit say boom it be fresh fire again yeah yeah so i love that because it's his music his glory well i noticed that with the crowd that came there was such a connection that they had with the music because uh, if you haven't if you haven't gone on and heard some of the songs i mean it's i love all christian hip-hop and that we all know there's degrees of how christian it is or not but i just appreciate anybody that would put something on wax that is an alternative to i say wax it's kind of old school but no you're uh, right but, <laughs> <laughs> but anything that's an alternative for these kids to listen to so we can get them off of all that poison so I, I get all that but yours definitely is different it really is I mean preaching to a beat there's messages in each song and, yeah. and things like that and just to hear how God kind of gives you these things so that's the part of it that you just I would say is just your hook correct yeah just just a hook man I thank God for the music some some people don't they don't even understand they believe God but they don't know who he is so they're like but the music drew me in so that's right. why I came to this event tonight right. and then gotta do the rest man cause you literally did one song here oh yeah and then you preached yeah and I wasn't even gonna do that but I was like I know they wanna hear something so <laughs> let me do something and so I've been doing all, I've been doing the worth it one the worth it one has just been on my heart everywhere I go well tell me that tell uh, about that song I know I, you did it here and it's oh yeah worth, worth it is yeah. like uh, you created for so much more mm-hmm. you know what I mean so and, and it reminds Reminds me of another song I got, Who Told You? Mm. You know what I mean? It's just raw truth. It's really like preaching. I'm just yeah, talking to them and real. into a beat they like. Yeah. And I'm just preaching to <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Right? And uh, worth it was just letting them know you created for so much. And we, we're bringing Jesus to your neighborhood. Like, yeah. even if you don't come to the church house, the, the church is going to come to you. Yeah. And there there are people that they love you and, and they want to see you saved. And I feel like God is surrounding me with a bunch of people that got compassion for the trenches. Yeah. Not just outside, even outside the trenches. Like, I relate to everybody. I believe that God has directed this ministry to prison ministry to meet where I go we're effective in, in the darkness that we was uh, in bondage in that's the thing I, I really see man your ministry schedule yeah. is ridiculous I mean how are you able to hit all these cities I know the areas you're going in yeah. these aren't affluent areas these churches and these people are bringing you in it ain't like they got budgets for yeah. it I mean tell me a little bit about your method of I mean you're, you're hitting America right where we need it man these inner cities and, and you're even coming alongside these inner city churches yeah 
that don't have the budget to bring in other fivefold gifts to help them reach their community and stuff. Tell me the method about what, what God's done with you with that, man. Man, uh, man, I was telling one of the brothers, I was like, I remember when other big artists would be like, man, you want to go on tour with me? And I'd be hype. I'd be like, man, that's that cosign. Like, yeah. man, somebody big want, want me to go. God checked me. We're like, like, whose name is bigger? Mine or theirs? I'd be like, yours is God. He was like, then I got you in the lane doing something that no one's doing. Wow. So because wait, if, wait, cause, wait, so imagine just, if I'm on tour with somebody. Yeah. And they say, you got 15 minutes. Maybe I want to do an altar call. Or maybe maybe I want to do a little bit of preaching. It's going to mess up what they're doing, but I'm settling just to be co-signed under somebody's name. So I'm, I'm like, I'm not really free to do what God's called me to do. So God was showing me like, quit caring about being under somebody and just let me lead you. And you know what? For years now, we go and I have other brothers that, that are ready to minister. Right. If I don't want to do nothing, I'll send them up there yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can usher in the Holy Spirit and I can prepare the word. So so you had to turn down some of these main acts. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's and, a lesson right and there. And it was, it was names that people... Some people would have probably oh, for sure. sold their birthright just to, just to, for real, just to feel <laughs> yeah. included. Yeah. And yeah. it ain't like it would have been a bad thing. You're still doing the gospel. It's just exciting. Down. Someone big yeah. say someone you look up to and be like, hey, I don't want you to come. But then you got to ask God, like, is this a, what a, do good, you want? a good move or a God move? Mm. The God move is what you want. You, you want to be where God wants you to yeah. be so you could be who God called you to be. You know what I mean? And then everything else will flow from your gifts. Your, and so, so what's that lane? You said, so I couldn't do that. God said, I got a lane for you. Tell me about that lane. It was more than music. Mm. It, was, it was altar calls. You'd be surprised that some people were like, hey, man, just hurry up. And I'd be like, it didn't feel right. Mm. Even on playlists, I remember having songs. They were like, if, if you keep praying before these songs, they ain't going to pick you up on the playlist. Mm. Your, your song, you got to have a formula. And I'm thinking like, I don't care about your formula. Mm. I don't care about a playlist. Wow. I just want to uh, feed the sheep. And man, God showed me, man, living example that if you just put him first, seek his kingdom, his righteousness, whether you get included by a website, this is for the, the yeah. ministers, whether you get put where you think you should be, if you just be content, have godliness in your life, obedience in your life, Man, great gain comes with that. And God will position you in the places you're supposed to be. In the places you're not, you'll be okay with that too. I'm okay with, with sitting at the table that God has me at and not being at other tables. Right. I'm okay right. with not having a Toby Mac stage or a Coliseum packed up. I'm okay if it's just the prison sales, if it's just 10 people. Like, I'm just going to be faithful to what's in front of me because I've seen it. You yeah. know, God yeah. will give increase like this if he wanted. Right. And he's, he's had you on 700 Club. I know you did a thing yep. there and he's put you on different platforms. Well, I'm, I watch, like, I've, I watch people minister their heart out when it's that thousands of people then I watch people give their mm. I do one song because it's just 10 people and wow. in my head I sit back like you're not ready for the increase right because you're showing God you can't even be trusted what's in front of you right to you numbers is successful and yeah souls and numbers that is a good yeah. thing but it's it's not the numbers it, it's what you're putting in that one heart yeah how would you not know if there's that one Brian Trejo in that crowd it might be 10 people but once you feel that one Brian Trejo man boom it's, it's another a kingdom music movement just yeah. explodes right yeah, right or Billy Graham whatever you want right. to say yeah, just yeah, yeah. One, Nikki Crew another Nikki Crew and you're like, man, like, be what's in front of you, man? It, it goes for that mother at home. Like, maybe you don't have a microphone or a platform. You're like, man, I'm, God's not using me. You might be pouring into your children. You might be training them in the ways of the Lord, not knowing that you're hidden life with your kids. You're hidden life submitting to your husband. Like, you're raising something up so powerful and a mantle inside of that child that God's given you. And when they go into the world, they set the world on fire. All because that mom who submitted, that mom who was praying. So all of us have a job to do for God. All of us are called to be a witness wherever we're at. And everybody's not called to be a Christian rapper. Everybody's not called to be a preacher or a teacher. But you have to be, you have to broadcast his love and be a witness to what he's doing in your life everywhere you go. That's a beautiful thing, man. And again, the schedule. How do you put that together? Now you're married. I, man, it's hard. It's a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. 
Sometimes it's draining. Sometimes it's a bummer. Yeah. I don't like waking up without my kids. I, right. My wife is pregnant right now. Like, I wow. talked to her this morning. She woke me up this morning. I woke up, her up yesterday. I want to wake up. I want to be with my family. If you're not called to do it, don't go do it because okay. it, it'll, it'll ruin your marriage. Mm. Some were sent, some just went. Mm. There's a season where God has Come you, on. He puts you, and He calls your family. Your kids will be in agreement. Your wife will be in agreement. And all of heaven will go with you and He'll take care of those things. But if you try to go on your own, you try to make it look like God's using you and this, you made your schedule look busy and He didn't really call you to be in, in Denver. He called you to be at home. And all of a sudden now you have chaos and no peace in your household and you're out of order. You can only blame yourself that you you chose to do your will, your steps, and have God stamp your plans. It don't work like that. Mm, that's words of wisdom right there. I'm yeah. telling you, you're giving that game to all these folks that, you know, we sometimes see the success. From the and, filter. You think yeah. it look good, don't it? <laughs> don't it look good? Oh, you have no idea. You know, you had no idea that the seed we water with tears, the what we planted in faith. People say all the time, like, man, I want to be used by you. I said, you don't know what you're asking. Right. The anointing came with a crushing. Right. Like I lost, I lost the closest person on earth. And for for me to become this man, I had I had to be broken, broken, broken. So when you say I want to be used like that, like you think it, it's simple, like you truly don't know what you're saying until until you get there. And you were like, man, this is this what I wanted? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I think it's it's clear too. You you won't be on this. You know, there's a time for it as well. A season, a season. What do you see beyond kingdom music for yourself? Is there a, is there a fivefold gifting that at one point you feel like God's gonna manifest that for you to begin to move more in some of those things. I mean, I feel like you're moving in it already yeah. with the influence. I want to slow down. Okay. I do. I, I want to slow down. I'll talk to my elders and, and, and hopefully I'll, hopefully in maybe five years, ten years, we'll have our own KMF campus. And um, we got everything already that we need. But I, I want to make sure that I have other ministers that when they go out, they're giving them Jesus. They're not having a show. Mm. Like they're literally giving them the kingdom. And so my young young Brandon and them, discipling them, like I really feel like when I put that mantle down, they're going to pick it up and pass surpass what I've done. Yeah. You know, and I get to sit back and, and look at the fruit of the harvest and Focus on other things. Focus on the prison ministry. I love to be a prison chaplain or just helping in, in different areas, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. That's a beautiful thing, man, because I tell you, people always claim kingdom, but what you just described is the Jesus style in that the biggest responsibility that we all have is to reproduce ourselves. Yeah. And what you just But said, even better. Yeah, yeah. Reproduce ourselves so that they go further. That's the double portion. Yeah. What you just described right there just tells everybody so much about you, and it's something that we should all be ascribing to, you know, make sure that we're giving ourselves out to others, reproducing so that they can go and, and experience and do more, like you said, than us. Set an example for those around you, man. Do things and then and sit back and, and watch them see if they learn. If you're preaching love and forgiveness and, and you're leading like that, if you're a giver and you're, you're leading like that and you're discipling, give opportunity for your children and them to demonstrate what you've been teaching them because it feels good when you see them pass those tests and you're like, man, God, they're learning, they're mm. receiving. It just feels mm. good, you know, when yeah. you, see, you see real Jesus being multiplied everywhere, not, not religion but real relationships that's good that's good well before we close this out uh i just want you to just because i know there's people that are walking in this christian life man you are definitely an example of somebody knowing your story we i know there's other podcasts that have talked about your testimony but just coming from the streets finding jesus finding your purpose what's something you would say to the believers that are out there that are just kind of like just going through the motion struggling they're stuck in cycles of i'm doing good i'm doing good 
I'm back in sin. I'm doing good. You know, that, that whole cycle of just, what would you say to somebody that's out there just kind of kind of going through the Christian walk and taking it for granted? Yo, I think my first question to you was like, why do you treat God like he's your enemy? Mm. Even when you backslide or even when you doubt, like God's not your enemy. Your wife's not your enemy. Your husband's not your enemy. Your parents are not your enemy. Satan is your enemy. I think when you you begin to know who you're fighting against and you begin to learn his schemes and what he wants, it's like the same trick he's been doing for ancient ages. Ain't nothing new from lust to perversion to greed. Like he's dropping these same traps and snares and everyone keeps falling for it. Every generation, every generation. When will you get wise? Find out who the enemy is. How do you fight against the enemy? Stay on the right side. Stay on the right team. Show dad that you love him. So you can walk victorious and you can win battles for your family because some of you are taking tests after tests and you're taking it's been 13 years and you're still you're still struggling with the same test and you're watching everyone go glory to glory to glory and you're like what about me now you begin to doubt that there's power in god but there is power in god but you need to submit surrender and ask god like how do i pass this test what am i supposed to learn in this season of lacking provision what am i supposed to learn in this season of persecution what am i the moment that you just ask god to teach you dad to teach you because you're, he said you have not because you asked not but now you're asking because you want to honor him and you want to learn he says that's all i wanted that's all i wanted was you to know how to drive that's all i wanted for you to know how how to walk instead of crawl so i pray today in the mighty name of jesus that first you repent recognize your sin recognize these areas where you've been mad and you're making excuses why you can't submit surrender recognize it right just be honest repent from it Let the blood of jesus cleanse that dirt that way you're thinking just say god take that i'm sorry for thinking like that i'm sorry for responding like that all these years i keep making excuses the blood of jesus cleanse you renounce it that's not who i'm gonna be i renounce that out of my life and the divorce is, is not for me in my marriage right that's the way of thinking you start telling them generational curses stop with you right you you rose up you stood up today it stops and then walk in power walk in victory man i pray that the word of god will renew your mind wash your mind and that you'll walk with confidence knowing that you belong to somebody somebody loves you so much that will never abandon you in the name of jesus christ and that's with every single one of you hey why don't you close this out in prayer man okay father god i love you lord bless those who are listening those who uh, who are brokenhearted heal them lord those who are empty fill them up you're a good a good father lord finish the good work you start in our lives empower us equip us with everything we need resources all around us give us a heart lord that reflects who you are and all that we do bless them out there every ear that's listening every family represented in the name of jesus christ and Nazareth. amen amen well amen. bro thank you so much for taking yeah. the time we're praying for you and we can't wait for you to come back to sack man amen. Thank god you. bless Man, I wish somebody would have told me the truth a long time ago. Nobody sat me down and said, look, this ain't that and that ain't this. I was deceived for so long. It's only right that I expose all this deception in the mighty name of Jesus.